Hot Springs Village Inside Out is a closer look at the greatness of Hot Springs Village, Arkansas and the surrounding areas, people, places, experiences. Hot Springs Village is one of the most beautiful places on earth. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host Dennis Simpson as we engage in weekly conversations to explore Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Today's show is brought to you by Central Arkansas's favorite radio station, KVRE. Find them on the dial at 92.9 FM. Stream them live at kvre.com. Remax of Hot Springs Village. The award-winning Remax of Hot Springs Village is the largest real estate office inside the village with over 30 full-time agents and support staff. Visit them to learn more about this beautiful place to solve your real estate needs. Call them today at 1-800-364-9007. Find them online at explorehsv.com. They are Remax of Hot Springs Village at 1-800-364-9007 or online at explorehsv.com. Ike Eisenhower State Farm. Ike and his award-winning team have been serving the insurance needs of folks all around Hot Springs Village since 1998. Ike has qualified for State Farm's President's Club, Chairman's Circle, and Hot Springs Village Insurance Agent of the Year. Call Ike Eisenhower State Farm today at 501-984-4100. That's 501-984-4100. Find them online at IkeEisenhower.net. Call them today for all your insurance needs because, like a good neighbor, Ike Eisenhower State Farm is there. Uh-oh, now we're recording. Now we're recording. Hey, Jim Legrone, how are you doing, buddy? I'm going to be better now since we're Okay, recording. good. Now, you're coming from the downtown offices of Owensville Baptist Church, is that correct? Right, we're located in the greater Owensville area. Not in the burbs, so, downtown. Not in the burbs. We're, I mean, we're straight downtown on top of the hill. On top of the hill. Two miles from the east gate of, of what some might call heaven. It's pretty close. It's pretty close. Man, it's so great to have you again, Jim. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. It's great to talk to you again, Dennis. We go way back. We go way back. As most people know. Uh, well, we're and- both... Uh, 35, 36, but we've I, known each other for 40 years. I think you're close to 37, and I'm like three. That's what I think. That's what it yeah, seems like. Yeah, let, there we go again, and now I'm gone again. So, are you, No, no, no. You're there. I got you. You're, we're recording, and you're just stay tuned. Stay tuned. Well, I'm going to stay with you, man. We're in good shape, but I just well, can't see you. Unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, I was at a funeral the other day. Your dear yeah. father, who I dearly love, and you know that. And a lady came up to me and she said, do you know the Legrones? Uh-oh. And I had 40 years of flashbacks going through my head. And I thought, <laughs> I think I know the Legrone family. And it has, and frankly, Jim, I wanted to tell you, it's been a pleasure every one of the 40 years. It really has. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, no. And that was some kind of funeral too. That was, I, I don't remember that much laughing at a funeral. Yeah. <laughs> well, my son and I, you get us going, it gets kind of interesting but that it's supposed to be a celebration anyway. So, well, I, so you know, I appreciate you coming. Well, it was a pleasure. I, believe it or not, it was a pleasure. And I got to tell you, I don't know how many people could preach their own dad's funeral either. So there's that. Well, uh, thank you. I don't You're know what else welcome. to say. 
Well, and, and I want to go back. I want to do just to, for uh, those that know you and know me that didn't know we crossed and all that. I want to go back and just do a little bit of how we got to each other. But then I want to come to where we are now, which is kind of odd if you think about it. Right, Jim? Well, it's kind of odd, but uh, you've given me great advice and got me in the village. and I had rental property in the village, but it really all started in a land far, far away a long time ago when I came to Bryant. And you were just a kid. I was just a kid. Not only was I was a kid, I was your kid music director for a while. And that's uh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah, I was your interim music director for a couple of years. And uh, reluctantly, we kept looking for somebody, but nobody ever showed up. I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, I guess that might be true. So, but uh, uh, I tell you something else. Uh, we got together in the church now, Bryant, but but also uh, your folks gave my dad a job which just blessed his life so much. He said it was the best place he ever worked in his whole life. He just loved working for Best Printing. You know, and and you mentioned that in the funeral, and I knew it had been a place, but I mean, I didn't, I knew you, but I didn't know your dad very well until he came yeah. to work there with a smiling face and big, big, big Roadrunner coffee cup full every morning and sit and watch that press run. And he, he seemed to be in heaven. I never, I had run a press before for quite a while. I didn't derive <laughs> the delight and pleasure out of it that he did. He, uh, he loved that. That's kind of the way I grew up. He was, a uh, he, he wrote that small town newspaper, which, uh, both of us kind of continue to read for the village and stuff. But we spent a lot of time there in Bryant. And then, uh, it got time for me. I went into Little Rock. Uh, some of your folks know that I pastored probably in a large church in Little Rock and then left there and just started consulting, helping churches raise money and also helping churches deal with politics and how they can handle legally and how they can handle political matters. I don't know if you know this, Dennis, but I ended up working for Billy Graham for four years. I did. I was going to bring that uh, up. Yeah. Uh, COVID kind of shut that down because we couldn't travel anymore. And so uh, then I decided, well, I would retire for the second time. So when you retire for the second time, you go to Hot Springs Village. If you've got half a brain, you go to the village because that's where you want to be. When you do it the so second time, does, when you do it the second time, does it stick? Does it stick the second time? I don't know because I'm doing this now and I'm, uh, I've applied to be a substitute teacher at Jesseville or uh, Fountain Lake. Uh, I'm consulting again. I'll be in Iowa in September. So uh, I guess it's just not sticking. Well, tell me, Jim, and I always, uh, this is a serious note. I mean, we, we talk a lot, sure. but at the same time, these are things I always wanted to know. Now, you you were on the school board. Uh, you were actually the announcer at Bryant at the football games. And well, so, for almost, yeah, almost 20 years. Well, and and we, we live in a world these days that thinks that, that we have to be completely segregated from each other. You can't have church and you can't, but, but you, you, you got church people in schools and schools and church people. Come on. How do we do this? Where, where's the balance? Well, I think everybody just ought to take a pill and relax. You've heard me say that before. <laughs> and, and it's okay. Uh, people of faith need to take their faith with them. It should make you the best employee where you work, and, mm. and you should be doing uh, the right thing, and you should be in character. And, and uh, hey, I, uh, to talk about the village a minute, to illustrate this, mm. uh, I took my dog out to the dog park for the first time, and I just happened to go at a time when there's kind of an impromptu club meeting. Every day at 6 o'clock, these folks gather out there 
I was the only one from Arkansas. Six a.m. We just have a six a.m. Surrounded about our dogs. So six six a.m. Oh no, six p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, most folks are walking their dogs around six, but yeah. uh, no. Uh, so, but it just shows you that uh, uh, then you talk to people, and my faith goes with me wherever I go. So well, well tell me, you so can do that. It's not a problem. What's the dog group dog like at six o'clock? Well, the dog group is just awesome. There's 10 or 12 people out there from Ohio. Uh, we have somebody that moved to the village from Ecuador uh, years ago. There's just all kind of folks. I, like I said, I'm the only one for Arkansas. And we just gather around the small dog side, and we just talk and have a great time and and joke and kid and our dogs play. And it just shows you part of what is special about the village. It really is. And, and I've told people repeatedly, and they just kind of look at me funny and, until they get here and live it a little while. You know, we could, we could fabricate. We, we could make a lake that looks pretty. We could make a village that looks pretty. We could impersonate. But you can't make, you can't fake happy, fun people who want to just sit around and chat and who who are just good people. And when somebody asked me one time, what's the village like? And I said, it's great. Everybody's adults. <laughs> Well, uh, most people act like adults, that's for sure. So, hey, but Dennis, wherever, this is my week, this week in the village. Uh, I played uh, tennis, two hours of tennis with a guy and played some sets. I played about three hours of pickleball. And then Friday, I'm going to hit a golf, uh, uh, play one of the Coronado. And so where else can you do that in this whole country? And I live on a lake. So it's, it's pretty uh, tolerable. To to boat dock. I'm telling you, this town loves older people, <laughs> of which I am. You know what? And, it, and somebody asked me, what's it like being this old? I said, it beats the options. Absolutely. It, it, not being this old, you know. But, you know, you, you make a point, Jim. And, and you know, uh, a buddy of mine just came by a few minutes ago before we recorded. Paul Merritt, CPA in Little Rock, has a townhouse across yeah. the way on the townhouse board with me. Wonderful guy. Wonderful guy. And he, he, for probably three years, he kept saying, we went to school together in Bryant. And, and he kept saying, what, what it, just a bunch of old people wearing socks and, and, and penny loafers and, and sandals. Uh, yeah, exactly. Wearing <laughs> sandals and, and, and playing golf four times a week. What, what do you do in between golf? I'm like, I haven't played golf in five years and I love golf. There's just so much to do. There's so much to the concert series. I mean, everything. Uh, uh, I've had good experiences with the POA, and I think I share with you. I'm now part of one of the committees uh, for the village, so I like being involved and and uh, giving back to the community. And what is it? There are over 200 clubs and organizations in the village, isn't that right? Exactly, exactly, exactly. And so there's all kind of stuff. And I don't want to miss something, uh, Dennis. I wrote this down to make sure I mentioned it to you when we we're talking village. Uh, I've lived in Little Rock, and I've lived in Bryant, and I've lived in Fort Worth, Texas, and all those places. But uh, the village is the first place I feel safe. Really? You know, if I accidentally don't lock a door, I don't think it's the end of the world. Uh, you know, we still do those kind of things, but it's safe. It's a safe place to live. It's and funny you should. It's funny you should say. I know many pastors that retire here. I've got a whole handful list, a couple of handfuls. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I ever told you you were talking about playing at Coronado on Coronado Golf Course on Coronado Lake. Oh, geez, coming on twenty years ago, I looked at a beautiful house right on the the uh, near the dam of Coronado. Yeah, and uh, just couldn't decide I, at the comment that that time was. I'm I'm stupid if I do it. I'm stupid if I don't. This is just too great, too beautiful. 
but it's an hour from work, blah, 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 blah. And um, I asked the uh, the realtor, I said, who owns this house? And she said, well, I, I can't tell you a name, but I can tell you that he's the the uh, the commander of the state police force. Uh, I said, really? That tells you something. And, well, let me tell you the rest. And she said, and the two previous captains live here too. And I said, really? Wow. And she said, and both of the police chiefs from Celine and Garland County live here. And I said, really? So, you know, we take it for granted, Jim. And I know, you, how long have you been yeah, here? About a year or so, maybe? Uh, uh, actually, well, we've owned the house for two years. I've been here about a year. Mm-hmm. And I was going to mention to you, one of my dog group is a retired police officer from Ohio mm-hmm. that came mm-hmm. down here. So, mm-hmm. And they know what it's like. They really do. You know, police, they they, they put on a, a facade, which they have to do. I get it. That's what they have to do. Much like preachers do sometimes. <laughs> and well, <laughs> Thank you, my son. I appreciate that comment. <laughs> no, I remember the time. I remember the time. And I'd done this before because I'd been in bands and, and other groups and whatever. But yeah. I remember distinctly sitting at First Southern Baptist Church in Bryant, Arkansas, and roughly 550 other people looking up on stage. And there's a full building. And Brother Jim is preaching. And I've just sang a couple of songs. And I don't think you think about it. And I think, you know, if I'm picking my nose right now, I can distract everybody in the building. <laughs> I could lose every point. And and to which my point was, I learned as a good co-host or whatever it would be to be fascinated yeah. by every word you said. And I don't oh, mean that. Man, my goodness. And I don't mean that sarcastically. I really don't. But I mean, I was interested and I wanted to show my interest. And that's part of a participant because there's that, you know, you have kind of that face on for a while. That said, Police have to do that same thing. A lot of professionals have to do that thing. Sure. And when they get to the village, they can kind they of don't have that, to do that anymore. They don't have to do. And, and it's what you were talking about. You know, maybe we didn't lock our door one night. You're not looking behind your over your shoulder for the next three days going, did somebody right. get in and get the key? Did they steal this? Did they? <sighs> you can breathe, right? Right. And and so that's how many good things can you say? Now, I really will share this with you, Dennis, and the people that are watching won't believe me, but I'm going to tell you the truth anyway. Uh, dealing with POA uh, ever since I've been here has been wonderful. Mm-hmm. Everybody always asks my questions. You know, if you treat people nicely, uh, they usually treat you that way in return. And these folks have been very informative, and uh, I just appreciate it. And I'm not on their payroll. I don't have to say that. We just had a great experience here. It's a good place to live. Well, you know, it's my a good co- place to live in this age of my life. It, it is. Well. It is. Uh, well, and you know, Randy Cantrell is our co-host here, and he's in Dallas, moving here shortly. Uh, yeah. And and he's had experiences when he bought his home. He would go to the POA and go, "Oh boy, I'm gonna have to stand in line for 14 hours, and there'll be 44 right. people, and I won't have the right form." And da 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 da. He said, "I was in and out in four minutes," and they said, "Okay, we got it. We're good. Thanks." And he just couldn't believe it. Well, we we and this is not the POA, but right. the the uh, the uh, D- the state Department of Finance, the DFA, just outside the gate. Right. I had a guy post. It's been a year now, but uh, Brad Beaumont lives here on the lake. And I want to tell you this story if you hadn't, Jim. Sure. He, he he was watching the podcast. He called me one day and he said, "Can I talk to you?" And I said, "Sure." He said, "Is it really what you say it is?" I said, "Well, I mean." Make sure I haven't misrepresented something. You know, what do you think it is? You know, and we yeah. went through the details and he said, well, that's what it is. Within within four days, I got a, a post on Facebook that him and his wife were in a Winnebago with everything they owned and their two dogs driving to Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Okay. Wow. 
He pulled up here. He pulled, you know, the story gets so much better. The story gets so much yeah. better. He pulled up here, found a house on Lake, on, on uh, DeSoto golf course, fell in love, bought it. Now yeah. this is a guy who was a security agent for a winery because wineries in Southern California have to have security. Really? I can believe that. Okay. <laughs> so he, he moves here and he tells his friends about it. And, and in the meanwhile, he buys a second house. Then he buys a third house. Then wow. he buys a fourth house with the money from the one house he sold in California. He has Isn't now, it is. And now we're talking, it's probably two, it's two years because he was at the beginning of the, of the, uh, of the, uh, the podcast. So it's been yeah. two years in that time frame. He has relocated 10 families to hot Springs village, Arkansas. 10 plus his other That's four great. houses. It is. Well, he, he posted a deal at, uh, at, at on uh, the Facebook community page the other day, and it's been a year or so ago. And he was like, this is the most amazing thing. I went to the DMV and I didn't have to get a reservation. I walked in and I was out in 10 minutes and it cost me under 80 bucks. <laughs> and, and I got my car renewed for two years and, and, and I've died and gone to heaven, you know, uh, I said, <laughs> a, a reservation at the DMV. What? Yeah. Well, uh, you know what? That's funny. We, uh, uh, at our church, we have a lot of village, uh, I'm going to say village people. Somebody's got to say it. Macho, we have a lot of village people man. in our church. Yep. And one of them in particular, I always ask them how they got to the village. And mm -hmm. uh, one of the guys that I want to share with you, they live just in Oklahoma. But uh, the marketing department was out there and offered, what's that, three-day, two-night stay over here just to tour the village. Mm -hmm. And they did, and they bought during that weekend. Because they just fell in love with this place. Where else can you have all these trees, you know, and see turkeys and snake and watch somebody, and I've seen this twice now, somebody stopped to help a turtle go across the room. <laughs> and I, I, I thought one of them, because I almost rear-ended them, and I was going to get in the newspaper in that wonderful <laughs> police section. How do you explain that to your insurance? Hey, this lady stopped because she was helping a turtle out, mm -hmm. and uh, I ran into her. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I had to quit doing, you know, texting while I was driving. But it, <laughs> other than that, it didn't mess me up. Couple right behind us. Way, literally, you can see their house, their three-story back behind the house here. And uh, they're yeah. from London, England. And I asked him, I said, how do you get from London, England to Hot Springs Village? And he had the best answer of all. It's not a direct flight. <laughs> That's good. Uh, no, it's not because I've made that journey before to London. So, uh, <laughs> it's not a direct flight. It's it, not, it's a, direct not flight. a direct flight. We have a, a church member from England, and they really? live in the village, and they got here to uh, Toshmere Village from Colorado, of all places. Really? And so uh, they came down here and just love it here, of course. Now, you know, I told you I was uh, pickleball and tennis and golf this week. Well, uh, Saturday for my day off, I'm going to take a guy skiing over on uh, Balboa. <laughs> for your day off. Yeah, for my day off. For so your day off, have yeah. Go over there and ski, and, you know, everybody does it, too. We got to ski now. Yeah, well, I didn't know, Jim. I really didn't. I mean, I you know, I love you and all, but I, I didn't know you were a pickleballer. I didn't know it had come to that. You know, it's come well, down to that. I started right? that. that. I want to see what all the talk was about. Well, what do you think about it so far? Pickleball is an awesome game. It's fast. It's furious. Now, the people that love it over there, you know, hate the golfers and the tennis people, but the tennis people hate them and the golfers hate them. And 
everybody has their own thing, you know. I hope you know I'm joking. I know you're joking. But it's a very fast game. And uh, the lady that was my teacher over there is ranked very high, and and uh, she's most impressive. Well, give us a uh, shout-out. Who is she? Who is she? Well, her first name is Julie. Okay, Julie. And I forgot her last name. No, we'll leave it with Julie. We'll leave it with Julie. Yeah, but let, she's awesome. Just, she's just, a 4.5 for those folks that know pickleball. 4.5 uh, is way up there. What what is, is that's like the the handicap score? It's kind of like a ranking who you're going to play. Really? And I'm a minus seven right now. So, but I'm going to get up there to that. But uh, it's a fast and furious game. You know, several of the churches in the village have courts. Really? And so, uh, well, people are playing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're playing. Uh, but there's others too because the uh, the pickleballers told me that. So, well, I find it interesting, Jim. I mean. Because and and you you bring up the perfect analogy of the inside out the name of the show here, uh, because you're in the village but your church is out of the village and right. the 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 voices that are listening are going to be outside the village. Let me let me let me do a five mile high just for a minute, okay? I, th- uh, I thought that they uh, were inside the village listening to you. Well, not all of them. Only on Saturday oh, okay. and Sunday on the radio edition. Yeah. The radio edition. The radio edition. Well, I have something to talk about in a minute after you tell this story. Well, I, I just want to I just do the, do the five-mile high view for those that aren't here right now. I'm okay. looking down the lake, and I can see where your boat dock is going to be. Okay. That's and right. That's we're on the same phrase. side of the lake. And and by the way, to my knowledge, it's, it's Diane and I, Jim and Helen next door, Donna and Connie, to, and then you and Becky are the only people I know on this side of the lake that are from Arkansas. That's it. And it was, it was just, just the three families of us till you people showed up, you know, but what I was going with that (laughs) is, is that the the four-way stop is just down the way. There's the shell station. There's Valina courts, all that. Beside that's DeSoto courts. Beside that is DeSoto golf course. And right, you know, from DeSoto Lake to DeSoto golf course is not a mile, but you're inside where the pickleball area is. You're in the recreation area that has a lot of other stuff. Speak to that, Jim. Well, I sure do play that, by the way, because I have grandchildren. And uh, I tell you, one of the great secrets of the village is that miniature golf course. It is. And they just uh, got through redoing that. We had a show with Terry did. Wiley. Yeah. Brand new concrete. You don't have uh, all of the windmills and the big pirates and all that kind of stuff in Hot Springs. But hole 18 doesn't steal your golf ball. So, see, there's always something positive about this. And if you bring your own equipment, uh, it's free. After five, now, it's three always in the free. Village is pretty cool. <laughs> we like the five. Well, and we're leaving something out. There's basketball. The pickleball courts are right there. Uh, oh, yeah. Great, great. There's a playground for all the kids. But we left something out, and it's a you know it's not open much longer. But there's a really nice pool there for the splash pads for the kids too. Well, there is, there is, but uh, you know we swim in our lake, or we love the beach over at Balboa. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and I heard the pool got shut down for something this year for it, a day. It did. It's back open. It, yeah, it's it's back open now. It's it right. had a uh, it had a biological event, I believe. Yeah, biological event. Remind me of some movie. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but it's a, it was a it's a great time. You know, some of the folks probably have not even made it up to the lookout that's on the maps of everybody in the village, which is just a stunning site as well. If, if you haven't seen that, I got here, I've got some yeah. Trivia that you don't know. I bet you've been trivia? down to the Trivia. You know what, you yeah. know what the word, you know where the word trivia comes from, right? Uh, no. Oh, you're about to from? get educated. 
you're about to get educated. Well, everybody says yeah. we're going to have a trivia concert contest. And I always go, okay, well, do you know what the word trivia means? And they're like, no, it's yeah. a Roman word from the Roman times. Try via when three roads came together, they would tack up the news, you know, Christians slaughtered at noon today. Be there. Top fuel modified. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but yeah, that try. I got you. Yeah, that's good. Well, right down here at the, um, at the, the Soto beach. Yeah. Uh, you know where the spillway is? Sure. Have you, have you walked across the spillway over by where the dog park site is? Uh, I have, of course, I've done it from the dog park and from, uh, the other, uh, trail line too. Mm -hmm. So, and it's a beautiful area up there, right? Totally. Totally. There's a little flat pad right up there on very top of the other side of the dam. Yeah. That is where the pavilion that is now at the Lake Lago overview used to be. They really? picked up the, they picked that. up they picked up the pavilion. There was a pavilion here. It was a smaller one. Would you you right. see the one at Lake Lago and you can see it's kind of been added to and it's not square and whatever. They picked up that pavilion, wow. drove it over to yeah. Lake Lago, stuck it up on top of the side of the hill and that was the initial pavilion. I did not know that. Things you never knew. Things you never and didn't yeah. have to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, have you been down to the John Cooper area? I have. Last time we went down there, it was a billion degrees, and there were copperheads in the middle of the road. So we kind of turned around and came back. But yeah, I, we, I like we have. I, I tell you what, Jim, I'm going to give you a challenge. You haven't seen this show, I bet you. Right out okay. here, you know where Cortez Gate is. Do you know where the Cortez? Sure do. Okay, beautiful area, easy way to get into Jesseville. Simply mm -hmm. gorgeous. I think we should put our kayaks in right there and paddle all the way over to the Cooper Center. You can float, do that? Float the village. There is one tiny impediment, my friend, one tiny impediment. And I won't, I can't tell you why and completely, but I will tell you the water pickup station has a low water dam that feeds the entire village. Okay. Okay. And there's a eh, three foot, four foot dam. We'd have to get out and walk around and whatever. But I mean, think of it. You could float the village, literally put in at Cortez. I did not know that. I will do that with my kayak. Uh, I have floated the, the middle fork of the Slane fishing, and we had to pull it a lot of times. I bet you did. When the water like the gets down. So if I only have to pull once, that's improvement. You know, based well, you've been out that gate before, and you've seen the the old steel bridge trestle, which is just a low boy yeah. railroad deal. I had uh, one of those in Bryant too on how uh, you know on Boone Road we used to have one hundred right. years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've seen the water two feet over that bridge. Really roaring. Now see, that's talking like an old guy, Dennis. Oh, you know? geez. You I know, remember the day. I remember, I remember the heat in nineteen eighty. It wasn't anything like that last week. <laughs> so uh, I'll tell you something. Not only about Cooper and the other trails that we get to walk on, which yeah. I have. Yeah. Uh, not to offend any of your folks, but I'm one of those urban hunters oh, and uh, no. the village has a great plan and boy, they did it well, uh, this year as far as getting everybody signed up. And so to try to get a more balanced herd, according to game and fish, there's two and a half times the amount of deer on our land in the village that need to be there. And I'm the guy that so, says this every year when this comes up and I, I say yeah. it not to be gloom and negative and whatever but you know well don't shoot bambi they're so beautiful and they are so beautiful and i don't have a problem with bambi unless he's on the hood of my car then we have a problem right right, right. Uh, but I, and I understand that but if they look like frogs nobody'd care that's true that if they weren't cute and cuddly <laughs> if they weren't cute and cuddly 
Well, but, uh, uh, but the village donates their deer to uh, feed people, hunters for the hungry, you know. And mm -hmm. so you always donate. So it's not like you're just taking the life of a critter for nothing. Exactly. It goes for good. They, they, and two shout outs here. Number one, Todd Knowles. Oh, my God. What a guy. Is he not an asset oh, yeah. to this community? Absolutely. Well, Absolutely. I, and then, uh, you know, my wife thinks cows are cute, but she has a lot of problems. She thinks I am, too. So, you know. I wouldn't. But, uh, with the former, <laughs> not so much. The latter, I wouldn't screw with it. You know, probably need well, to stay where well, you are. You know. But she has no problem eating a hamburger, you know. Well, that's so. true. That's true. But you're not out. Shooting, you're not out trying to capture Elsie either, you know. Hey, oh, no. one other thing I do want to mention about the urban deer hunt, which is a great idea, and and I think I've always been a supporter. I've done five years of shows on it about what a great idea it is. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you the option real quick. And I'm the guy that's the negative Nelly. We know just over this hill and the hill behind it is a uh, 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 Green Bay packaging. And behind that right. is 1.8 million acres of national forest. And the deer, they don't know when they're in the village and when they're in Green Bay packaging in the national forest. They don't care. They're just here to have a meal. And the problem is, is that if we keep feeding them and we get two and a half times and we have that, not only will we have them on our car, right. the fine folks here in the national wildlife, in, in the wildlife wilderness area and in the national forest and in Green Bay packaging, will take car batteries out in the middle of the woods and they'll knock the lids off of them and Bambi will come up and lick that sulfuric acid and die a miserable death. I would rather have you shoot them. I would rather have you shoot them, Jim, than I would that. Well, I I didn't know they would do that, so that's news. Uh, that's news to me. Yeah, that's By the, the way. Deer probably uh, for a lot of people living in the village, the deer are destroying that flower that they've grown, and uh, the bushes and the briars and the berries and all that kind of stuff. So, but you, but you know the guys at village eaters. But the guys at Village Hardware, they're getting a good commission on that fence netting that they sell around those flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, that's probably true. So, uh, but anyway, it, it's, uh, I know some folks don't like it and that's okay. And some folks do, and that's okay. How, how we many need to deer? Do, we need to find balance. That's nature. And a legal hunter is usually a good uh, environmentalist. They're a super environmentalist and they pay taxes and they pay fees it and is. they support the community. And uh, go back to this real quick. Uh, yeah. How many deer are we hoping to take A five or 600 this year or what? Well, uh, all I can tell you is that they're offering $500 to whoever kills the most. Are you serious? So, uh, I don't I don't know what the goal is, but I do know uh, that they're trying to give incentive for people to uh, harvest. And they, they're not allowing as many outsiders in this year. So it, you have to be a village person or a village guest or you don't come mm -hmm. in. Yeah. And that's a good that's a good decision. I'm glad they made that. It has been. And and whereas we haven't had a lot of problems, according to Todd and the others I've talked to, we haven't really had a lot of problems with the guest we've had coming in. It it just wasn't the same. And I think having owners do it and and Lord knows now we've got enough demand from the owners. Um, man, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. So yeah. are you so we're building a boat dock because you're gonna get a boat and we're gonna go fishing, or what are we gonna do? Well, we hope uh, we hope to get a boat one day. But in case my wife watches this, I have no plans for a boat, a big one that I've already picked out and uh, gone and priced it. But I've mm -hmm. not really done that yet for her to no. hear me. She doesn't so that's know why that I'm yet. Building a boat slip in this boat dock, and I'm going to uh -huh. get the machine to pull it out of the water. Uh, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> I've already Soon. learned how to go counterclockwise on all the lakes. Yes, and yes, get sir. Myself out of trouble. And and how slow do we go behind the buoys? 
five miles an hour or less or wake, right? Well, no wake. no wake, no wake, no wake. So I'll probably just buzz your house when I get that. Come on by. Well, I tell you what, you can do what <laughs> hacks me off. I remember now, I remember, I remember I would rent a boat out on Balboa and I'd go puttering around da, 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 da. and there would be guys at the yep. end of the dock going out further, out further. I'm like, what are they doing? And now that I have a house with a boat dock and people come within eight feet of my boat dock, I'm like, get out further in the lake, goober. Yes. Uh, you know, Dennis, I know it's okay and it's legal and all that, but it really ticks me off when somebody comes fishing underneath my boat dock. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out how I can add on this dock, something down in the water that'll cut their line when they come by. And now, you know, I just, uh, it's my fish, baby. It's mine. So, you know, <laughs> Okay, well, if I haven't told you in front of God and everybody here, the yeah. nursery for this entire lake is in front of Lake L the uh, Los Logos. Did you know that? Right. I didn't know that. Mm, because, I mean, the, there's 50 years of stags. I've lost three anchors in that water up there. I'll throw yeah. out an anchor, go fishing, because there's so many stags, and I sort of pull up a, okay, yeah, forget this, yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great area. But you we probably have, have to throw throw pretty deep for that, don't you? Yeah. No, 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 no. You'd be Your surprised. Anchor. Actually, what this lake is, and you'll see when the next drawdown is, well, when we're going to have one since Todd's fixed the dredging problems. No, but right here on the shore, it's, you know, four, yeah. six, eight feet until it does this and just turns off into a gully. And at that gully, it's like more than 150 feet in some places. Yeah. Yes, I, I realized that from, uh, yeah, somebody was telling me that from our buoys out there. Plus, you can get the maps for that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Jeep. Yeah. Uh, at the, uh, what now is the waypoint. They but I still want to cut their lines. They do, <laughs> the fish under my dock are mine. You don't have a dock yet. Well, I've got a little one. You got a little one. You got a little one. Yeah. Jim, so, we're going to have to wrap it up and we're going to have to come back again soon. Seriously. And well, I could I mention to... one thing? Could I mention one please, thing? Please, please, please. Please, uh, you know, I know we're outside the village, but your folks, if they'll contact you, we do a celebration every September, September 17th this year. Uh, just we call it Owensville Outdoors. We're just celebrating an outdoors kayaks and canoeing yeah. and bow uh, tournament and all that. And our special guest speaker is that renowned musician, former presidential candidate, Mike Huckabee. From and the so Capitol Offense Band. He's bringing his band to the village, yep. but he's bringing himself to us, and he's going to talk, and it's a free event catered by Riverside. Really? If anybody wants to know, they contact you, and then uh, you'll send them to me. That's September 18th? September 17th. It's 17th. Sunday evening. Sunday, Sunday evening. evening. So let me get this straight. Free catfish, right. Mike Huckabee speaking, right. and lots of fun and, and, and kayaks. And we have uh, 50 door prizes donated by Bass Pro. So uh, how, the goal is every car that comes gets a door prize. That's what you, we want. How do you do this, Jim Legrone? Seriously. You just go you... and ask and beg, you know, and cry a little bit if you have to. And so, if you have to. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I have a good relationship with Bass Pro. I've worked with them. So, Man. so uh, I'm a big fan. So oh, boy. Uh, we'll okay. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to come back around. We'll put this out soon, but I'm going to come back around just doing a show on that soon. Is that okay? Oh, that'd be awesome. I'd love to. Yeah, well, I, I tell you what, and because it's on a Sunday, guess what I can do? I'll blow it up on Saturday and Sunday on the Hot Springs Village Radio Edition, and we'll put that out for you. I would love for that. Thank and you. We, yeah, I'll sure send you we'll, details. We'd love now. If you run out of catfish, it ain't my fault. Okay. Truth, uh, but uh, that's why we got you got to have a ticket, but they're free, so we'll be ready. Okay, Jim, it's been great catching up again, and honestly, Always I do want to make you. I want to make you a reoccurring guest, if you don't mind. Would that be okay? 
Please, and let's talk politics next time. Ooh, I'd like that. Oh, and oh, that's not controversial, is it? We could talk that's why politics. I'm going, to Iowa. I'm going to consult with uh, two guys that your folks would recognize. Yeah. So, so uh, I won't tell you their names now. You have to ask when I come back. But let me get this straight. So we could talk politics and nobody would die. Is that possible? It's very possible. And you know, it's about time that people can have a conversation. <laughs> And I can talk on both sides of the issues. I'm yeah. almost as good as a lawyer. It doesn't matter. No, nearly, nearly, yeah. But <laughs> but I'll tell you this though. I will tell you this though. Uh, Morgan Freeman has a great quote. It's a meme on Facebook. You know, just because yeah. I disagree with you doesn't mean I hate you. That's we right. We need to learn that again in this country. That I can disagree, Absolutely. and you can be my best friend, but we disagree. Absolutely. Time to grow up, huh? It is about time to grow up. Wouldn't Hot it Springs. be great if we could actually have a difference of opinion and still, uh, well, who was it? Tip O'Neill and uh, uh, who was president? Reagan? Reagan, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Reagan and Tip O'Neill would argue like crazy and then go have a drink after the day was over with. And actually, they used to go to the Capitol Hotel right beside the Capitol. I've been there. That's right. And it overlooks the White House. And I remember I read an article in the Wall Street Journal just a couple of years ago that they were saying that 30 years ago, Friday afternoon, Congress would adjourn and everybody would go to the Capitol Bar and Hotel and they would sit and mingle and talk out their issues and whatever. And they were civil and it was all that. Nowadays, right. everybody just hops on a jet and goes back home and cusses their competition. And, you know, oh, they're they're just stupid. It's, it's easy to yep. say they're stupid if you don't talk to them and try to understand their position, right? It's not just stupid. Now they're evil. Oh, that's and right. Wanting to destroy the country and they hate you and hate America and hate what you stand for. What, of course, what there was, are some that do, but you know. <laughs> well, there are some, but you know, I tell you what, Jim, and if anybody's listening and wondering what, I can fill you in. You're talking to two moderates here that, that yes, we're conservative and yes, we're on that bent, but I'm listen, I'm happy to listen to anybody, aren't you, Jim? I, I want uh, people who love the country to lead it and, and do what's best for the country, do what's best for Arkansas. Argue and that so, one, would you? Uh, our, our speaker last year, by the way, uh, where Huckabee's going to be this year, last year it was Congressman uh, uh, Bruce Westerman. I Incredible love him. speaker. Oh, and my he God. Loved it. He's trying to do everything for trees in America. Who could argue with growing trees? Well, okay, but two things, and, and I know you know this, registered forester, registered engineer. One of the, He's yeah. one of the only foresters in the entire Congress. He's the only engineer in the entire Congress. He's I've interviewed him twice. In, yeah. I've interviewed him twice on this show. One of the smartest men I've ever met in my life. I mean, besides Absolutely. you and me. Unbelievably brilliant guy. Yeah, he really impressed me. Very much so. Yeah, we, we were too. We were too. I've got to, I got to get him back on. Okay, for Hot Springs Village Inside Out, I'm Dennis Simpson. He is Jim Legrone, and we'll see you again. Thanks for watching and listening to Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a weekly podcast starring Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Visit the website at hotspringsvillageinsideout.com.